0: Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative.
1: You can see it screaming into a a mail slot in AOC's door before she even- ran for office right in there with a guy who ended up being caught as one of the insurrectionists why because they're in bed with all these operatives the same people that are the meme lords that's all coming out of alex jones world and steve bannon's world it's this there's this clack of people i'm telling you and the behavior at least the phonic yeah at least a phonic down there visiting and staying with them. Matt Gates partying with them. This Jeff Greenberg partying with them, using their memology to, to fill out loans because everything's a troll and everything's funny because there's no consequences for us. They really truly believe that they live in the system that they're trying to manifest. It's not there yet. We still have a democracy. We now have a Justice Department that is not corrupt at the head of it. And these people are going to pay for their crimes. They are. But we got to keep that ball rolling because if we lose these elections, This is what they want. They want to be able to have their buddy in the tax collector office going ahead and printing up fake IDs for the girls that they met at the high school that they're gonna traffic on the private planes, paying in Venmo and not get caught.
0: And what you're seeing in the House of Representatives is this kind of childish bullying going around. Not only did Marjorie Taylor Greene try to pick a fight with OAC, you had uh, Representative Swalwell today being told by an aide to Marjorie Taylor Greene to take off his mask. Normally, in Congress, aides don't really need to talk to representatives or senators unless there's something important to tell them. You certainly don't go around saying, take off your mask. I I don't want to sound like I'm old school about this, but they have no respect for anything that exists in there. It's just like a wall-to-wall bullying ignore the rules, do whatever we want, break everything we can scenario. It's not, it, it's, they're not even interested in playing the game. They're, they don't even accept that there is a game or the rules are there at yeah. all. They're just interested in doing whatever. Oh, to talk about this billboard, to your point, just
2: before we move on, in case anyone watching has missed this, yeah. because they were busy today, okay. This little twerp, his name is Nick Dyer, and I think we should call him Dick Nyer from now on. Okay. <laughs> just, just play at the end of the Dick Nyer, who's probably he looks like he's fifteen and should be like in whatever. He's the one who went up to Swalwell and was try he's Marjorie Taylor Green's comms guy, which oh. is also just oh, inherently funny. God. Oh.
1: All right,
2: so he's a fucking twerp. He comes up, take your mask off. And Swalwell, who's not Swalwell's beefy dude, he's, he just went right up in his face and he's You don't fucking tell me what to do. And the guy was like, oh, 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 and ran away. And then he tried to tattle on him on Twitter. And then Swalwell was like, yeah, that's what happened. I wish I was more explicit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, that's like yeah. God Swalwell like, responded in the way he did.
1: That's cover, out of my face. hang on, that's cover. This kid went in there to get to provoke a representative to yell at him. And then they get to say, well, you can't point your finger at Marjorie Taylor Greene Good for point. yelling at AOC because this is, provocation is also what they do. They live for it, that's a troll. This is a troll, it's the comms guy, which means it probably worked for Roger Stone, and I don't know, it bought him, brought him his Starbucks, right? Yeah. Um, didn't work today,
0: uh, didn't work today. No, well, and it's-, and it's...
1: It, But it does for them, it, do, it does, Greg, it does. It gives it both sides, for, and then they get to scream hypocrisy. It, You it, gotta do, it works for them in their lane, and everyone needs to get-
2: Yeah, I know it. what you're saying. I don't disagree. I know what you're saying. But these are people that grew up watching Clint Eastwood movies and Rambo. And when they see somebody being like attacked and then Swalwell saying this cool ass line, they know that looks cool. They do. They're trained from goddamn birth to respond positively to that. <laughs> Look on yeah. Twitter. They Nobody's. Tro- yeah. look okay. On- you say. He sweats and it
1: up. He sweats and it up. Yeah.
2: Right. He did. He did. I think, okay. I think he actually did. won this one. Right. Not that I hate yeah, to think no, about look it. In on terms of- look on at, Twitter. Look at the replies. They're all. Although, you know, Swalwell.
0: the GOP is no longer on Twitter. I had previously had this really <laughs> handy uh, chart of who Matt Gates might trip up. And I was rearranging it because I forgot one big person that we should have had in this chart. And oh, Please, if there is a, if there's any God in the universe, may they include bringing this man down. So, Ron DeSantis, who must be the most vile person who has ever run for office in the world, is actually connected to all of this. He and Mr. Greenberg have party together. Him and Mr. Gates have party together. It seems like we're not far off from seeing the governor of Florida having his own issues. And maybe that changing the the ticket into 2024, which wouldn't that be a nice thing? I I know I I try not to pick sides in politics, but this guy, no matter which side you're in, he's pretty awful.
2: I guess no matter what happened, we were going to get a governor of Florida and doing coke in a, (sighs) you know, (laughs) in a hotel room. I don't know. Uh, Possibly somewhere
0: along the way, you might see that.
1: Look, this guy, DeSantis is really popular with the Republican base. He is. He is. Uh, now, I, I think this is the person to watch. I think a DeSantis Stefanic ticket Oof. is what we're looking at here.
2: Yeah, st- yeah, DeSantis is definitely running if he's not in prison. So we have to try to get him arrested.
1: He, you had that thing that you did, Zev, and I know we talked about, I don't mean to surprise you, but we talked about when there was more to fill in, what come in, when you were looking at DeSantis and some of the other corruption in Florida state politics that he Yeah, so I, I look forward to learning more about all of that.
0: real story is how much corruption there is around voting in Florida. Not that they, they're just not necessarily on a federal level, but possibly on a federal level. But we've seen some of it on a state level that is going to yeah. blow people yeah. away. And DeSantis and Greenberg and Gates have been involved in a lot of that together. So yeah. it may not get exposed, but it'll be interesting. One final thing on Gates here. Of course, uh, Roger Stone.
2: There Can't they be are. happy
0: today. Can't be happy today. There is a really serious story going on in Mississippi. I don't know if you guys have been following the ban on on medical marijuana there, which was supposed to be lifted because the, the people had voted an initiative and it went all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has found a technicality there to basically say no to allowing medical marijuana in Mississippi. Um, and the way they've done it is they said there's five, there used to be five counties, or I think it's counties, I'm not sure what the term is, who which represented all of Mississippi. But for the last 20 years, there's been four because of the way the demographics work. So the Supreme Court there is saying, all voting initiatives have to be have a majority of votes from five counties which don't exist so basically the supreme court of mississippi has decided to declare itself the total ruler of the state and i know people are going to think it's about medical marijuana and what have you yes it's about medical marijuana but it's also about a supreme court in a state taking over the will of the people and controlling everything in that state and i'm as concerned as you guys are about the endless erosion of of democracy in the states and the voter rights suppression in the states but this is beginning to look a little bit concerning when you've got supreme courts acting like this on a state level it's autocracy there's no other way to describe it mississippi is a fucking mess and the governor there is a guy named tate reeves
2: who's less known than desantis and abbott in texas but just as bad just as no mask, no this, no this. Just as willing to kill people to get his point across about the virus and is allegedly pro-life. And he's young too. He's not an old guy. He looks like, I know we've said that Josh Hawley is a dildo, but this guy really looks, he really looks like that with a wig on, with a toupee and (laughs) and bad glasses. And uh, Google it, Google him after thinking that, just Google Kate Reeves and, and you'll laugh. Mississippi is a fucking mess. It's always been a mess, frankly, but in this day and age, it's really awful. I feel very bad for people that live there. You said Mississippi, I thought you were, I thought you were gonna bring up the Brett Favre story because that motherfucker took $600,000 of money that was supposed to go to this charity and has not paid it back.
0: Oh, I didn't know anything about that. And I assume uh, in
1: Mississippi, I didn't even know he was Mississippi. He's from he's from
2: Mississippi. Yeah, and he he thought he was doing this thing and they paid him 1.1 $1. Oh, $1 million my. and he was like I'm gonna give it back I'm gonna give it back and he paid back half a million and now a lot of time has gone by and the reporter there has said no he he pay might it back not have it he said he was going to pay it back he made lots okay. and lots of money in his career he should have that later yeah on.
1: Well, wow, it's, so it's surprising how people lose money with <laughs> it is in the ways that they can lose it I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying. Not to
2: Greenberg. He, he, yeah. It okay. Not, yeah.
1: It might not be getting paid back because it might not exist. It might have been spent.
2: I'm sure. I, I don't well, doubt that's I, true. I. I, I just want to say, fuck you know, Brett Favre. that's all.
1: I'm very concerned. There was um, some reporting that came out by our friend Luke O'Brien around Ali Alexander, that came out. I know Luke had that ready to go with the insurrection within that, and it just took forever for that for the article. for the corporate attorneys to clear it. But it is out, everyone should read that. It's a big, extensive, long piece from Luke. And in it, he starts to identify what's called RAGA. I know we have MAGA, Mm. but there's RAGA. And it's the Republican Attorney General's Association. Mm. And it's all the attorney, Republican attorney generals across the United States, state by state. And they're in this association together and it, lo- it looks like they've actually been quite active at crafting these legal arguments and laws that end up going into the supreme court like what we saw on the or at least advising on them but we saw what sheldon whitehouse was showing us with the amma okay brief, Amicus Amicus Amicus. brief right where it's like Friends friends of the court writing the briefs to send up in there to start to chip away at precedent and to give Supreme Court justices that are conservative things about things like right to work, which is really just a union busting stuff, to work these cases and even finding people to file the cases, finding the, right?
0: Basically Funding making up a whole case, money, yeah.
1: Making up a whole thing to try to get certain rulings happening so they can chip away at precedent around some big, uh, cases we have, Roe versus Wade, the Brown case, all these things are, are in the docket, especially the right to, the right to work. Okay. Or the, the unions, right? And, and it,
2: the but unions, it's the voting things are, more, are, are even and more And the There's voting. More, yeah. So
1: on the state level, that's where I'm going. On the state level, state by state, are all the voting laws on the states that are ruled on by the Supreme Courts. And this Republican Attorney General's Association, they were really in there with the stop the steal organizers and they've been this kind of unseen dark force behind a lot of the legal machinations to try to make it so that states can actually overturn elections they don't like the result then the electors can overturn it all this stuff that we have this big voting rights act that's trying to get passed to, and joe manchin to everybody's surprise jennifer garner shows up an actress shows up popular with everybody and West Virginia's girl, she shows up at Joe Manchin's little town hall, and he's next thing we know, he's all in with the Voting Rights Act. <laughs> this is what it takes. These people are sick of fans. They do love their yeah. celebrities. They do want the they, they do want to have famous people around them, loving them up. Sure. I don't know course. who we can find for Kristen cinema. Sin- we need to find <laughs> someone with her, love her up with some celebrity from Arizona. Maybe Will make believe that the Star is Born was a real thing and give her Bradley Cooper, and then maybe she'll go ahead and he could talk her into voting and she can feel like she knows a famous person and she'll start voting in line with the other Democrats instead of being this bold.
0: I want to just, before you, I think you're totally right there, by the way, on cinema, but I want to just show you what Sheldon Whitehouse put out today, which which ties in exactly to what you're talking about. Now he. Tonight's show is brought to you by Helix Sleep, and they have a special offer for narrative viewers. I've heard it from so many people. The one thing that's changed since January is their sleep. Not waking up worrying about what the president might have done or said or tweeted makes the world of a difference. I don't think I had a good solid night's sleep in four years. And it wasn't only the president. My 10-year-old mattress, which started life as a 12-inch foam mattress, had shrunk to an 8-inch mattress and... Getting out of bed was often more of a slide than a bounce. It was time for a new mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? Changing the course of a country can take a village. Changing the course of your sleep takes a quiz. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash narrative that's the way we spell narrative n-a-r-a-t-i-v that's helixsleep.com slash narrative for up to 200 off and two free pillows just for you i wanted to just show you what sheldon whitehouse put out today which is which ties in exactly to what you're talking about that's now he has described the whole uh, what, the process you were describing as the dark money court capture operation but the scary yeah. part of what he's writing about today is oh, this is leo, leo, leonard leo your friend uh, greg i know you much love the guy so he describes the whole process here i won't take you through the details but you have to check out the the tweet but then he says the dark money court capture operation has swiveled to become the dark money voter suppression operation as forces behind it will try to reshape the electorate to one that will elect republicans who they can control with dark money he basically says everyone's been outed around the court capture stuff the money that's funding this voter suppression is the same money that funded the the, uh, court capture, which yeah. is all dark, evil money. It's a very powerful uh, threat that Sheldon Whitehouse put out today, and it really it needs to be sent around. If this is what's going on, if these are the forces, we really have a battle up against uh, to fight we, in the next year, yeah.
1: The way to, to defeat all of this is to vote in astronomical numbers. Sorry for my speech impediment. We have to show up and vote in even bigger numbers with more solidarity than we did in the last presidential election. We've got to do that for the midterms. Everything is on the line. We cannot lose the Senate. We cannot lose the House. And we have to make it so that all of this, excuse my French here, this rat fuckery, right?
0: That's not French, that's actually accurate. (laughs) Is it accurate? the ballot box,
1: we've got to we've got to stop it at the ballot box. We, we really, really do. do, and then and then we can start enacting some laws and hopefully that voting rights law, that the John Lewis law, gets passed before the election. I don't know. I, I hope so. It's,
0: I think on a state level, people really need to start focusing on who their candidates are on a state level. Really yeah. looking at who they're representing on that state level, who they're electing as governors. Yeah. There is so much fighting to be done on that level, and. The federal level may be the dike might be castrating in terms of some of the way the gerrymandering is going, but on the on the state level, I think that's the most dangerous level. We need to capture these state houses back, uh, or at least the Democrats need yeah. to capture the state houses back. I say we because, of course, the Republicans are not part of the democratic process anymore. Can we spend a little time just talking about the weird revisionism going on in the GOP around January the sixth? Because, oh. firstly, that chris miller guy is that his name chris miller the, the the acting defense secretary who showed up said something completely different from his prepared address the night before That's so right. the night before he says trump's the reason that all this happened trump's uh, speeches and then he shows up in front of the congress and, and says something completely different he got a phone call he
1: got a phone call sure but that prepared statement went out to the members of the committee. Um, I think the press might have even gotten a hold of it. Clearly somebody gave it to Donald Trump and Mr. Trump picked up the phone call, old Donnie Two Scoops in the middle of his ice cream, picked up the phone call, picked up the phone and called Chris Miller. And God only knows what, what he said to him. And that man showed up agitated. He was just like Sean Spicer. When, remember when Sean Spicer comes out? Everybody remembers this, when he was like, yeah. that was the biggest crowd of any crowd of the first press conference, and he was all up in that and defensive and defiant, mm. and he was coming with this thing. That's what exact same brain chemistry on this Chris Miller when he showed up to, to read his statement. And in, it was different. He had changed stuff. And the members were just like, well, that was a quick turnaround. You know, what happened and then
0: with they you? L- They made the most ridiculous excuses. It's not even excuses. They're rewriting something we all saw live. We have the video. We've seen it. There are so many indictments. People are going to jail for seven years. The guy with his feet up in in Pelosi's office. This is criminal records now this is not like it's made up and one of the representatives is saying oh it looks like a typical scene of when tourists are visiting capital the capital it does not yeah. look like a typical scene of when ca- of the tourists are visiting the capital it looks like a coup attempt and everybody along the way knew this was a coup attempt i, sh- I played that video uh, on twitter a lot the, the this audio of roger stone of flynn of everybody else saying we are thinking about martial law we are looking to impose martial law martial law involves the military it just that's by definition is what it is so if a chris mm-hmm, miller to yeah. walk in there and say oh Nothing was planned. We were just optically worried about it seeming like the military was out there crushing reporters and credit crushing protesters. No, they did not go there because they were planning martial law. They wanted to take over the Congress. They may have wanted to kill some senators and they probably wanted to end the day with some sort of um, martial law being declared. That is what they were trying to do. They've said it a million times. And the sort of whitewashing of the whole thing is insane.
1: That was Sidney Powell and Mike Flynn's plan that they went in mm-hmm. and spelled out to the president. Mike right. Flynn was, as you said, announcing that this was the plan. We're not making this up here on Narrative, you guys. We're, we're telling you what these people were on Infowars, on Alex Jones, on on YouTube, with Steve Bannon was saying the same thing, reporting out of, I think it was Politico at the time. It could have been the Atlantic about all those meetings. This is They were very clear ahead of time they had t-shirts made for stop the Steal. this whole thing was a very calculated and clear plan and for people like chris miller to go i don't know anything about that's not what it was we weren't doing that i don't know at this late stage it's it defies belief especially when he was saying something opposite just hours before. So he did get called out on that. We saw that, I don't know who watched that hearing, but he did get called out on it. There are a lot more questions that need to be asked of this man.
0: On the 4th of September, where he the tells matter? the National Guard to stand down, you can't use intelligence, yeah. you can't do this, you can't basically walk. But he said that there was no way the National Guard could basically operate that day. Now why can't they do intelligence? Why is that a bad optics thing? Intelligence happens in secret. They can do that, they can do reconnaissance. Why did he stop them from doing that? Okay. That's something the public with the optic would be a couldn't see. We don't worry about optics there.
1: Public needs to know, we need to start getting informed from the FBI about the people who have been indicted, the people who are showing up in court. I would like to start getting daily or weekly, just talk to us about what's happening with these court cases. Because unless people like us come on to this platform and start talking about the details, or Zev, you're reading indictments, or what we're doing. Nobody's hearing about any of this stuff. This isn't, oh, no harm to ongoing matter. There's no harm to ongoing matter to talk about somebody who you've indicted and the indictment's public. Come and talk to us about what's going on. Into the discourse, these facts need to start arriving. They are not coming out of the mouths of Justice Department officials into the public discourse, into the media discourse. We must keep insisting that they have to talk to us, not to disclose something that they can't. Nobody's asking for that. We're just asking, talk to us about the stuff that you're doing in broad daylight, because it's not enough to just have it be filings. Our fourth estate has failed us before here. They're not capable of covering this. They want to talk about other stuff. And this is the kind, these are the kinds of facts and information around the actual cases and the actual indictments that need to start reaching in. On top of all of that, I want to say this about Chris. there is something I've tweeted about this before and those people who know about it really look into something called mimetic contagion. Okay. And Donald is a purveyor of that. His, he gets around people, and you see a change in those people. And it's not just explained away for mob tactics. So he's got blackmail on them. He has all these theories that come up. He's a corrupting force. There are some individuals that are just corrupting forces. And so when he surrounded himself but nothing but sycophants, which is what he went for, eventually all you have around you are sycophants, which is the autocratic playbook. Sometimes those sycophants aren't really thinking about what you're asking them to do, or they're siloed in that information without understanding. So Chris Miller's writing this memo. It could have been, it came from his boss who got it from Mike Flynn, who drafted it with Sidney Powell. Here, send this to Chris Miller. This is what we want him to do. And the sycophant gets it and he goes, okay, and he does it. He has no idea. He's not thinking, right? Because his brain has been hijacked he's not thinking and now all of this entire shit show has come out of this guy his failure to do his job the insanity of what he was doing when he thought he was doing his job that set this whole thing up to where also he's the fall guy in this and i think that's what's it behind a lot of the defiance that we saw in his testimony Mm. is he's cognitively pushing back about this that this guy is just dawning on him probably how unbelievably manipulated he was, how drastically he was used, how he is going to be the one I believe that's going to end up paying the price in terms of officials for January 6th if they start charging people for insurrection. I don't know that it will make its way to Donald or Mike Flynn even or Rudy Giuliani even, but it It will land squarely on Chris Miller's head.
0: I don't yeah. even know if it'll get to chris miller but i do think it's going to get to some others i look there are 440 people have been arrested indicted on for this thing 440 people it's the largest crime i can think of in a very long time um one of these guys like the guy who showed up in pelosi's office for having his feet up in the air seven years no parole these guys are getting serious sentences it's not like there yeah. is not justice being happening justice is happening we yeah. just need to Definitely. see it more talk about it more and we need to get into this question of whether the military was involved and to what extent he installed donald trump installed five operatives in there i don't know what happened to cash and all those other people but what were they doing there in the last few months of his administration he installed them there to do something they were just sitting around and then now we know that there was an attempted coup a military coup being discussed a martial law was going to be imposed well it's useful to have five operatives in the Pentagon, when you're trying to impose martial law and you need the military to do that for you. So this is not just coincidence. This is not just, oh, those things happened by this crazy former president. No, this was a plan to take over the American democracy and install an autocracy uh, under martial law. And we can't ignore that because we were, what, hours, maybe minutes away from that on January the 6th. And we need to be looking into it very carefully because that military has not changed its composition the same people well, still to, there
1: to bring it back around to the title of this show that is exactly what liz cheney mm-hmm. as many issues as that people want to have with her because she's a very conservative and she comes from a, she's a cheney that's what she's been calling for with the one six commission right that is exactly which, which is
2: happening by
0: the which it they, is happening that's a good point yeah, it is finally happening
2: exactly. i have that on my list they, they've now moved forward with that we we have been calling for that since it happened here in this space And it looks like it is going to happen. How effective it will be, I don't know. But every light that can be shown on this is good, because you don't know where something might come out and come out that will wind up being big. That one stupid memo that that Miller wrote is a big deal, Mm -hmm. and maybe in the moment it didn't feel like it, but it's a big fucking deal, right? So uh, things are going to happen, and
0: I don't know about keep pressure on calling your local representatives and demanding answers because. the kind of thing that they will try sweep away maybe not the democrats but certainly the republicans are going to try to sweep away but we need to keep this you know in the front and center of everyone's attention because we're not far from another election
2: and that's what they do this is what they do the the first thing that trump had john spicer do was that thing about the crowd size when he knowingly went out there to lie about something that was we all saw wasn't the case Mm -hmm. this is the same thing that was a dress rehearsal for where we are now Where they want Mm -hmm. us to believe something that we all saw with our own eyes, okay? And they're gaslighting the fuck out of this. And I believe that any Congress person, whether in the Senate or the or the House of Representatives, who is backing this thing should be removed by that amendment that says you're not allowed to be a seditious force. So they should all leave. There was there was some fuckhead. Maybe that's where we get to today.
0: Yeah.
2: The the guy, I, I can't remember his name. That they was talking, I don't remember he's his lying name lying, him, lying about, and you look at the guy, and you're like, "I don't know who you are, and I've never seen you before." But the chances that somebody busts you for child porn in the next five years are in the nineties. <laughs> this is the creepiest looking guy I've ever seen. He's a scumbag, and he's fucking lying. He's a gaslighter, but he's not very effective because he looks like a scumbag. That's why Elise Stefanik well, is dangerous. But look, that's why she's know
1: I, look, you say that, Greg, but but. I, this party is so strange right now. These characters are so strange that it's, and it's, it is working with the base, but we'll see whether it's gonna work in the election. And th- that guy also, mm. when he was called out later by a reporter, do you really believe all the stuff you say? He's, you know, how you're just, taking me out of context. So then he was gaslighting about his gaslighting. I'm like, it's just never gonna end.
0: It's never gonna where end. Where do they ends. learn so,
1: this? Where do they learn how to do this?
0: It's a correction. I know where
1: they
2: get the gas now, from the gaslighting. They put it in <laughs> plastic no... bags and they put it in the trunk. <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> that's, oh, why, that's, that's why
2: there's a gas shortage, too that's...
0: much. That's great. That's, good. that's a good um, whatever meme or something to put out there. I, I just wanna just, I think we're out of time. I just a moment here for Eric Prince's spies or his. uh, So Eric Prince hires a bunch of women to basically honey trap H.R. McMaster, the former national security advisor and other Trump enemies working with Project Veritas from the Koch brothers funds. They basically fund Project Veritas. So these are some of them. This is the British spy recruited by Eric Prince. There's a whole operation, actually. There's a British spy who then recruited other British uh, women to then do some of this um, stuff. But there's also a lovely spy from St. Petersburg. Oh, let me do the, the full. Sorry, she's a reporter. She claims to be a reporter for Project oh, Veritas. Oh, a poker
2: player. That's the poker player,
0: right? He, oh, is she? This uh, is Anna Kait. Apparently she was in Survivor or something like that. Uh, yeah, hello, Mark Um But from St. Petersburg, Russia and Investigating and keeping our government in check is what journalists are supposed to do. Instead, the New York Times attacks those who are doing their job. Unbelievable. Apparently she thinks journalists try to honey trap politicians as a way of finding things out. That's not quite how things work, Anna. Why is Eric Prince in the middle of this? I, haven't we learned anything from the last time there was a honey trap operation with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein? This sounds a lot like that. And, what a mess what a total mess that this is how Charles they Kushner. do their po- sorry did I miss that
1: yeah this is by the way yeah, <laughs> <Charles> <laughs> no Kushner,
2: jared I, I people probably know this already jared kushner's dad hired a prostitute to get with his brother-in-law mm-hmm. secretly videotaped it and gave the video to his sister I guess on thanksgiving i don't know because they were mad about something so that's again scummy scum these are all scummy people by the way anika this is a sponsored poker player sponsored yeah okay we don't know who sponsored when
1: when i say the inner i had put a tweet out okay so when i talk about the intersection of organized crime (laughs) and intelligence operations wait don't think i'm always talking about u.s spies right or even Spies at work for. There are private intel, intel ops going on, and mobsters are dumb, right? So this is dumb. This was a dumb move <laughs> that Donald did to try to compromise the FBI because the FBI doesn't know that this kind of thing happens and you can compromise a bunch of so FBI agents this way. It, it's really bad. It's do, really dumb. Do you want some um, good detail it's though? Really
0: it's it's just fun. Fun detail. I don't know. So uh, the I don't the ladies. Know. I don't know why they call them ladies. Got co- code names like Brazil and Tiger. And uh, they were housed in a $10,000 a month six-bed Georgetown mansion in Washington, D.C., a spot so secretive they had been advised to have Ubers drop them off a distance from the residence. But before being chosen, they ha- were flown to Wyoming to an unlimited ranch owned by the household of Eric Prince, meaning the DeVos family, I guess, the founder of uh, Blackwater, as we know, and they talk about Betsy DeVos there. So they uh, they tr- they had gave him training there. They were told to burn what notebooks they had at the end and, and then assume characters once, once they'd left. So this is a real operation. This is an absolute operation. Yeah. Brazil and tiger. There you go. There we go.
1: There's, There's go training. the code names, how, how, and the code names, like the weird in- information operatives operatives out of anonymous, they all have those weird names. So it, it, this is it guys. You, you. People don't just naturally know how to do things. They don't naturally know how to gaslight and lie. They don't naturally know how to go and record their brother-in-law. Like you're in with some group that has training in this and then for you to execute on their behalf, whatever the mission is, they train you.
0: That's how it works. Seems the only way you can get laid in Washington DC is to get uh, nabbed by one of these operations. (laughs) Just saying. I think we're out of time you said it i said oh. it out loud sorry you said um, that out loud oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's the big secret hey you guys that was a fun show i think we're out of time do you guys want to say anything before we leave
2: i i have one thing that occurred to me today yeah. while i was in the bath which is i was thinking about the bill gates stuff which we don't have time to get into and we don't really even know about and it struck me that microsoft is such a word that is the business that it is, that's been in my brain for such a long time. And I understand it's like microchip and software, but if you just break it down, micro and soft is <laughs> really just means tiny and flaccid. It is a really weird name for a company. So I, I got to say. I don't want to hear this. It's, okay. Uh, Very strange. Uh, don't. Who picked these names? It's, the it's maps, a weird name. i would to advise, don't pick the name. It's not going to work. I don't Maybe think it that was a factor in go. the divorce,
0: but who knows? and on that note Uh, good night everybody uh, see you again uh, on tuesday bye narrative is funded by viewers like you support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative